Former Cowboy receiver Amari Cooper, current Cleveland Brown, on the show with us. Uh, let's talk about your time here in Dallas. And everyone will tell you, hey, it's a business and they understand that until things happen to them. So you were traded once from the Raiders to the Cowboys. And then the trade happens from the Cowboys to the Browns. A, were you surprised by that? Did you expect it to go down like that? Because you always heard the scuttlebutt and always there are always going to be rumors. What was your thinking when that was going down? Yeah, I can't really say that I was surprised. It's because the rumors, you know, we have we, we live in a this um, social media age, so like you see the rumors every day. Um, it's not like back then when you know news traveled slower and you could be traded without uh, ever even hearing a rumor. So no, I wasn't surprised. Um, and I, I mean, I do understand that it, it, it is business, um, and um, you know if you. If you don't, I wouldn't say I didn't perform, but if you don't um, get the stats, then, hey, anything is bound to happen. Um, and, uh, you know, just the situation, we had so many different targets and stuff like that. Uh, I just didn't, you know, put up the numbers that I used to put up. So, hey. I'll say it. You don't have to say it, but a lot of people here in Dallas look at what you were traded for to Cleveland and they look at all of the transactions and all of the deals that wide receivers have been getting across the league that have further proven that the Cowboys did not make a great deal. The Cowboys did not great get great value in the trade. You don't have to agree with that or disagree with that, anything. But looking at how it all played out, and now that you're in Cleveland and you take over this role for a young, developing group of receivers, do you have even more of a chip on your shoulder knowing that a lot of your contemporaries who you put up numbers right with them were traded for a lot more or ended up getting these big contracts in this current cycle. Does that motivate you even more? Yeah. I mean, if you don't have a chip on your shoulder, then what do you have? Like, you know, what's, what's your motivating factor for the upcoming year? So of course I have a, a huge chip on my shoulder. Uh, the, the thing is, I, I know what I can do. Uh, when given the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking um, forward to the opportunity that I'm receiving from the Cleveland Browns and, uh, you know, just from being there, OTAs um, and minicamp. Um, it's a tremendous opportunity. So I look forward to it and I'm ready. So what do you feel is the difference between what's going on in Cleveland and what was going on in Dallas? Um, I mean, you can never tell until the games, are, until the games come around, but, uh, just more intentional about uh, giving me the rock, you know. That's right. always the, the the biggest difference when you talk about uh, wide receiver. And you talked about the the age that we live in now, the social media, where it's really hard to not see the chatter or hear the chatter that's going on. While the season is happening in Dallas, did you even have that feeling that did you think you were underperforming? No, it was. It, it was um, it was weird because uh, we were winning. You know, we were winning, and um, you know, I was scoring touchdowns. Like it's not like I wasn't scoring touchdowns and stuff like that. I was scoring touchdowns. It's just the yards, you know. So I never really felt like I was underperforming, really. And then obviously I had COVID and everything, so it wasn't it wasn't that I felt like I was underperforming. It's just. I saw the way the season was going, and I saw the games we were losing as opposed to the games we were winning. Even though we had a 
we had a really good season, but the, the few losses that we did have, they were all to the teams that we would potentially play in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And every, every win that we had, it was like, this is not a playoff team, this is not a playoff team, this is not a playoff team. So I was kind of frustrated um, in that regard because I'm like, I saw the trend of me getting the ball, like in the red area and stuff like that. And I was like, man, like all these playoff teams that we were losing to, we're going to have to play them again. And if, you know, if we play them how we played them or, or we're not taking advantage of the playmakers that we have so that we can win, we're going to lose. You know, I was able to, I was able to foresee that. And unfortunately, you know, that's what happened in the first round. So that's why I was I was so um, I was so pissed off because I didn't want what we had to not reach its full potential. Um, but unfortunately, that that's what happened in the very first round. And so, uh, yeah, that's that that was the most frustrating thing about last year for me. Yeah, Amari Cooper here with us for a few more minutes now because you're going to go into every single game expecting to win, and especially it's a playoff game and you're at home uh, against San Francisco. What was the shock value of when that clock hit all zeros and kind of how it went down in that last play and all the confusion and mass confusion. What was the shock value in the locker room uh, when you guys went back after that loss? I mean, I think we were 12 and 5. I mean, we, we had win streaks of six games in a row and stuff like that. It's like, um, it's, it's really like, you know, all this for this, you know, like, right. We, we going on these win streaks. We 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 performing well, and just to lose in the first round of the playoffs, like it didn't it didn't seem like that was how it was supposed to play out. It, it, it didn't make any sense, you know. So we were very shocked, to be honest. We were very shocked. Um, and again, it was very disappointing. I don't. I know it may be difficult to answer this question. I don't know, but I know you're in Cleveland now. But the question that they have around here is: Is CD Lamb ready to take that next step to be that number one wide receiver? You've been in the room with him. You know exactly what he's gone through or been through. Do you think the answer to that question is yes? Yes, uh, CD been ready. <laughs> CD has been ready. Uh, again, it's just about opportunity. Um, I think when it, if Kellen decides to you know feature him. He's definitely ready to step up. CD is a playmaker. Uh, you know, I'm just reminded of that Vikings game, you know, when we were breaking the huddle. He was ready. He was ready then. He's like, yo, I, I want this fade. So, uh, and then we all seen what he's able to do when, when you throw him a fade. So, uh, yeah, he's he, he been ready. Um, he's going to make the plays when his, when his jersey number is called. Uh, and, I, and I can't wait to see it happen. He's a playmaker. He, he um, go up and get it after the catch no matter the situation so yeah man we really appreciate the time thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me that is amari cooper current cleveland brown receiver good dude good dude former cowboy great i think he's made tremendous strides from when he first got here and really quiet and really not doing anything with the media to where he is right now he's he's uh He's good dude. Why is he not still here? Here's the reason why. From 105.3 to fan, when Amari Cooper spoke up and spoke out, thou shall not do that in Cowboys land. A nice little winning streak, but we were looking at yesterday the amount of targets for Amari Cooper the last handful of games, and they're not big numbers. What all is going into that, and does it... Does it bother you at all when you guys are winning but the offense isn't being explosive or you're not getting the ball? Does that bother you at all? 
I, I gotta be honest, it, it actually does. Um, because, yeah, we're winning, but the defense is playing a huge part in that. Um, you know, we're not really as explosive as we should be. We're not converting um, a lot of their turnovers to touchdowns. A lot of them are field goals. And I feel like I could be a huge part of that, you know, so that's what frustrates me. Um, and, yeah, that's 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 what it is. I think, um, you know, I can do more in the red zone. Um, if I get the targets, I think I can do more on third downs if I get the targets so that to, to help the offense be where we need to be i definitely think uh, i can help change that for sure you can't handle the truth